So then, like, my pubes run into my leg hair. I'm like, do I trim my leg hair now? <laughs> like, no, if, I, if I shave it, then it's like, look at this barren land, and then it's just, like, <laughs> hair all around it. Like, it doesn't look good. Maybe, like... Trim it with clippers, like take it to like, <laughs> put, with clippers. like put a, take a one to it instead That's of like, what I do. instead That's what of I do. going like, okay, so your legs do a one. No, I'm not shaving my fucking legs. Like your thighs, like do a fade, right? Like <laughs> fade it out. Fade it. So, so that a when nice it gets. burst fade around my, yeah, so, around my cock. Yeah. So that way when you get to your private area and it's bald, it won't look <laughs> so like, weird. Yeah, I got a mid bald fade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not, a, you're not a trash bag yet. We're fucking trash bags. Welcome back. How you feeling, Jacob? <laughs> what, what, what would Mario used to say? How you doing? How you living? How you living? How you feeling? What was it? How you feeling? How you living? Yeah. How you feeling? How you living? Well, you know how I'm feeling. <laughs> this would be an interesting one. The first time one of us has ever been on the verge of a panic attack. Well, no, I've been on the verge of panic attacks plenty of times on oh, this. Oh, I'm thing. just announcing mine. See, but I will say that in the in the moment, I get I not that I hate that you make me go through with the podcast, but it's like really frustrating because it's like, you fucker, like, you know how I feel and you're making me do this. It's like the last thing you want to do. But at the end of it, I feel so much better. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. So (laughs) (laughs) It's like a therapy session because you talk about shit and then you start laughing. I'm slowly sinking into the couch. Like this is like you're like I'm laying on a couch for I can't even make sense right now. That's how fucked up I am. So I think. Let's provide some context here. We left for San Diego on Thursday, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. We partied so from Thursday up. to Sunday. I think from Thursday to Sunday, I had maybe a total of eight hours of sleep. Fucking Friday night, Friday, I didn't sleep at all. I fell asleep at eight o'clock in the morning, Saturday huh? morning. Yeah. Fell asleep at eight o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, and was up by 10 o'clock to get ready for the pool party. Why the fuck were you up until 80? This is the first time I'm hearing this. I wish I it could say, oh, it's because we were having sex all night. No, but we weren't. Like, he slept. I could not sleep at all. Like, couldn't. My brain would not shut off. The night before that, I couldn't sleep because... <laughs> it's, yeah, similar shit. It was just, I could not turn my brain off at all. So... You're, that's wild. I know. I probably, I couldn't tell you the amount of alcohol I consumed. It, I mean, a dangerous amount. Yeah, I believe it. Caught up to me Sunday or Sunday, had a panic attack on the golf course. Called me. Yeah. <clears throat> so bad. But the pool party was pretty... Okay. The whole for, trip okay. was pretty fucking... So, Thursday night. We weren't supposed to go hard. Thursday night no, was supposed no. to be easy. We said, yeah, we're not going hard. Because Friday, you guys had, like, this whole big fancy golf, golf thing to do. Yep. And me and Brian were going to go to brunch. And we were going to do all this stuff, right? Well, then Thursday night comes and... 
Mason and Burnett and Keone show up and we're like, well, the party started. Like, yeah. this is what we're fucking going to do. And then let's, let's inform everybody. Um, we're, we went to a country bar <laughs> and besides us, there were maybe five other people in this bar and it's a big bar. There was maybe five other people in there. Yeah. Me, you and Burnett were sitting at the bar. We're talking. Some dude comes up, fucked up out of his mind. And was like, what are we doing tonight? And you're like this, this is what we're doing. And he goes, I got hella drugs. And you're like, that's cool. If that's what you want to do, go do you. But that's not us. We're not doing that. And he goes, I have hella ladies back at my room. And you're like, oh, so they're, they're strippers. You have strippers in your room. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, they're good girls. They're political. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? They're political. Like, <laughs> how are they political? And you're like, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> and he said something to you. I didn't hear him. I don't know what he said. But you took it as him saying you were racist. Oh, I thought he called me racist. I don't know if he called you racist because I couldn't I don't, hear I don't him. remember what this dude. I don't remember what he looks like. And so you're wearing a cowboy hat, and you take it off and you put it on the bar, and you're like, "I'm going to take this hat off real quick," and you start talking to him, and at, like you're very calm, and not really like attacking him really, and then. It's just like, I don't know if you're, you were really thinking about everything in your head and you're just getting more and more pissed off and you're like, I'm not a fucking racist. And as a matter of fact, I will fuck you up right now. And I'm a mess. Oh my God. So then I get in the middle. I'm trying to stop him from coming at you. His friend comes up. Burnett tries to get his friend out of the way. And his friend was like, you don't want to do that. His friend is telling you, you don't want to do this with this guy. You don't know who you're fucking with. And Burnett grabs that guy's shirt and like kind of like holds him back. And was like, you don't want to do this right now. <laughs> and then the guy that initially started talking to us, he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You're dead tonight. You're fucking dead tonight. She's <laughs> like, I'm done. And then I, I got people to step in and then they kicked him out. So that was the first night. It went pretty hard the first night. And then Friday morning, went to brunch. I went to brunch. You guys went. <clears throat> that was fun. What did we do Friday night? Oh, and then we had dinner. Yeah, we had dinner on Friday night. What are you talking about Friday night? Or? Friday night. Yeah, we golfed on the tee box on the verge of a panic attack and probably hit the best tee shot I've hit in a long time. So everybody's like, you just need to play panic more often. I was like, fuck no. Like I, I can't be, see how, when you called me on Sunday. I was like, he has to be miserable. Like, oh, it was terrible. Fr well, but Friday we went to dinner, and then we went to the rooftop bar, yeah. which was so dumb at first. It was so lame. I was like, why? Are we, but then I made the most of it. I just started dancing hella stupid to the music, yeah. and then they finally started playing better music. Um, that ended up being a lot of fun, and then. And then, oh man, this is where it got. This is where it got bad for me. Going from the rooftop bar, sleep going. I mean, going to sleep, and then having to wake up and immediately rally. Yes. Okay. The pool, pool party. party. Okay. <laughs> so everyone, I text message everyone, every, anyone that I had contact information for, like ten, ten thirty, and I was like, it's time to wake up. We got a pool party to go to, and the main reason was because. The card 
on file was my card. And if we didn't show up, I was getting charged regardless. And I was like, no, fuck that. We need to show up. And every single person that I text messaged was like, this isn't a good idea. Like, this is bad. I feel like shit. Like, nobody was feeling it. We go to this pool party and... The girls and everybody that works there is trying to hype us all up. Like, oh, my God. And they're like, what do you want to drink? They wanted to make us drink so bad. We had three bottles. What do you guys want to drink? What can we make? Like, trying to hype everything up. And everybody's just on the couch dead. Everyone's like, no, we're good right now. Like, we don't, we don't want right anything now. to drink. They're like, what do you want? I was like, after we took the shot, I was like, I'm good for now. Like, yeah, I need to let this settle a little bit. We ended up killing all three bottles towards the end, but at the yeah. beginning, it, it was a slow start. We everybody looked miserable, and then about around three to four drinks in, like that's when I was like, "Okay, we're back." Yeah, I think that's how everybody was, and then um, towards the end, a few hours in, me, Mason, and Brian were just sitting there, and I was like, "Mason, I paid. Do you want to go? You want to get out of here?" He's like, I want to go get a tattoo. Ew. No, you're speaking my language. <laughs> Let's go get one. So we go and we got tattoos. And um, I do not for a second regret mine. I think if you look at mine, you're like, oh, like, it looks cool. It's, yeah, it, but it, you're also a female, so... So it's behind your, it's behind your ear. Yeah. So you don't really ever see it. Yeah. No one's ever going to see it. But if you look at it, you're like, oh, it's decent. What are you talking about? But then you look at Brian's and you're like, oh, that's beautiful. That's what it should have been. Yeah. So, um, as much as I hate to do this to any tattoo artist, especially mine, I'm going to have mine fix it. Well, because I want it to look as pretty as Brian's. And they, well, so then from pool party. I go to take a nap because I'm, oh, I blacked yeah. out uh-huh. again. <clears throat> and then as the story goes, actually, you know what? I'm going to get the pictures from Eric and then we'll post what on the page what I looked like. Oh, with the tacos in your hand? With the tacos in my hand. The sleep on the bed with tacos in your <laughs> yeah, hand. I fell asleep yeah. on the bed with tacos in my hand. And then you woke up ready to rage again. Hold on. So I went, that wasn't. So, yeah, the pool party, I go home. I'm under the blankets. Like, I'm fully asleep. Out for, like, two and a half hours. <clears throat> Eric's getting ready. And he's like, uh, we got to, oh. He was like, okay, I don't want to wake him up. I don't want to wake him up because he can't, there's no way he can go. Like, he's, he was too fucked up, talking belligerent. Like, he should not go. He goes, I wanted, like, yesterday, he was like, I wanted to leave you asleep, which would have probably been best for me. Yeah. And instead, I wake up. I don't even remember getting ready. I was still drunk when I woke up. I don't even remember getting ready. I don't, because you were doing my hair all weekend. I don't know who did did my hair for the... I don't, so it's funny because I, when I got to the, when I got to the club, I saw your hair. Because, again, like, yes, I was doing your hair all weekend, and I was like, I wonder if he tried to do that himself. <laughs> because it was not nice. I mean, it not, didn't look bad, but it was not I, enough effort was put you into You gotta it. understand, I did it. I don't remember doing it. I don't even know what product you might have used, like. I had my own shit. Oh, okay. Um, 
And then I get talked into, well, first I come downstairs and like, bro, you have to get something to eat. So I go get a six inch Subway sandwich, slam that on the way to the club. And did we have to get bottle service? So two of the people we were with were not dressed to code. Somebody had asked, I wasn't there at this point because I had just, I, we were walking there. Uh, two people were wearing graphic tees and tennis shoes. I, I think it was, one was Burnett and I don't remember who the other person was. Mm. But Keone, I think. And Keone and Burnett weren't dressed to their standard. And um, one of you guys asked, well, what if we get a table? And they're like, well, if you want to get a table, then we'll let you all in. And so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys and the tape. So for that night, everybody had to have tickets because G easy was performing, mm-hmm. but the bottle service that getting the table provided the ticket for everyone. And Jacob was so generous and paid for everybody to do this. Cause it was fucking hammered. Boy, when you guys called me at first to say, because Brian and I, we got up, got ready. We were waiting and waiting and waiting for you guys to decide what you guys wanted to do. And everybody sounded like we're just going to chill tonight. So we went to dinner and it was like 10, maybe 1030. You guys first Eric called and was like, if we go to the club and get bottle service, are you guys down to come? And I was like, fuck, I don't want to do that. Let me think about like I didn't tell him that, but I was like, let me let me talk to Brian, see what we're gonna do, and I'll call you back. Well, then you ended up calling me, and now I have to tell you, I, okay, there. This next part of my story uh-huh. is like one of the highlights of my trip. Okay, okay. <laughs> because you always talk shit to me, and I know I know it's all out of love, and you always talk about like, oh, I'm not the fun one, I'm not funny, uh, I'm boring. <laughs> When I first threw out the fact of like, hey, do I get to go to the bachelor party? You're like, no, you can't. Like, you're not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so you call me and you're like, where the fuck are you at? And I was like, I we just finished dinner. And you were like, you're coming to the club though, right? And I was like, yes, we're going to go. Like, in that moment, I made the decision like, okay, we got to go. Like, Jacob's calling me. We got to go. Mm-hmm. We go and you guys are like all sitting around at the table I walk into the club, your face lit up and your eyes got so big and you got so excited. It was like, you even did something like, like as if the party just started. And I was like, see, I am the fun one. Like I got there and shit turned around hella fast. Well, also it's fucking g Easy was performing and I, there's no bigger g Easy fan in that group than you. So I'm like, okay, now we're going to have a good time. Yeah, like it was a great fucking time. Yeah, well, fucking, God. you know what's so fucking funny? I did not black out at the club. I walked the streets of San Diego at three in the morning trying to buy a pack of cigarettes. For some reason, a Seven Eleven was closed. Huh. So I end up just walking back, taking an elevator by myself. That's how you know I was drunk. <laughs> I tried to do that sober, and I just about had a fucking panic attack. And I, so I remember everything that night. Go Good. so wake up. Oh, we have a golf. Eric wakes me up. He goes, Oh, we got a golf at eleven. You gotta get up. I said, Leave me behind. And he goes, <laughs> no, no man no, left behind. No, we yeah. He goes, No, we have to. I was like, I can't do it. And he's like, We we have to go. And I was like, Fuck, it's his bachelor party. I fucking gotta do this. 
We go downstairs. Mason and Keanu take hella fucking long. Uber has to wait for like 10 minutes for them. We get in, and it's like a 25-minute drive, and I'm good, but I got a two-liter of water, or no, a gallon of water with me. I'm like, okay, we'll be good. It's not particularly cold water, but it was That's water. better. You don't it's, want it to be. Why? Your body accepts or takes in, like, lukewarm water better. No. Yeah, that's probably true. So, we get out, and a guy goes, oh, you had one of those nights, huh? Because he seemed like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be one of those days. He goes, I get, I, I understand, or some shit. Like, he takes our bags, get, we get all ready, get dressed, and uh, check in and all that shit, right? We get on the first tee box, I hit, hit the ball, whatever, and I'm playing well. And I'm like, oh, this is, I'm going to win today. I have a little bit of a hangover, but I was like, I'm going to fucking win today. I bend over to put my tee in the ground, hit the ball, and walk back to the cart. And I said, oh, fuck. It's here. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, my. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, what am I going to do? Immediately turn that water. They're teeing off still. Immediately turn the water jug upside down, pour it over my head. And they all look back like, because they obviously heard the water. Hit the, and they're like, the fuck hat? Eric was like, are you panicking? And I was like, yeah, pretty bad. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Played the three holes on the front. Didn't play anything else on the back. Laid under a tree by a green for f- 10 minutes while they played. Just laid down on the grass. And then finally had to call you to get some s- sense of like, okay, I need to do this, this, this. So like yeah. kept me. I was like, okay. Now I have tasks I need to do. Yeah. And then that whole day was fucked. Sunday was so fucked. I felt so bad for her because he had to spend five hours with me <laughs> or four hours with me while I'm fucking panicking. Well, that's why I was kind of <clears throat> hoping that you would have came to Brian's sister's place. I didn't want to put that on her. No, I know, but I could have given you. I know that was. Oh God, I'm. Let me tell you what. When, so you told me, don't worry, just know that it's going to be over before the fight because I got a Xanax or an Ativan for you. And I was like, okay, sick. So the whole time <laughs> on the way to the airport, it's like, oh, it's coming back because I know I have to go do something. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. And, and I was like, okay, the closer we get, hopefully fucking Jessica's there. She can give me this motherfucker right away. We walk in and like clockwork, boom, you're right behind us. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yep. <laughs> perfect timing. We got there right, timing. right after you. I took that mother. I couldn't take that motherfucker fast enough. And within 10 minutes, I was all the way back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of, like Brian was saying, like for people that don't have issues like us, when they take those medications... It gets them to feel higher. It gets them to feel yeah. a certain way. And that's why they abuse the drug. Mm-hmm. For us, it just makes us normal. It yeah. takes away all that stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And we are just ourselves. So, so nice. In a way, people that have our condition, I could see how you abuse it in that sense. Because it's like, I want to feel myself yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, this is how I feel. All, this is how I should be feeling all the time. Now, what I've noticed too, though, with me is I've dealt with anxiety so much that I no longer 
can differentiate between anxiety and just being nervous. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I start feeling nervous, it triggers anxiety, anxiety. So it's like there are certain things in life that should make you feel nervous and that's healthy and that's normal. Like going on a job interview, you should be nervous. But for us, it's like heightened and it's like, Oh, it's bad, bad. So, um, yeah, it's almost like did did anxiety replace my nervousness? I don't know. Maybe that's why I fuck up job interviews. I'm just so fucking anxious. I get like very anxious for job interviews, where I don't like. I don't know how to explain it. Like I've done it at the beginning of this, where I'm talking, but I don't know what's coming. Right. It's like what the fuck's going on right now, and yeah. I just have to stop talking. <laughs> just shut up. I just like oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're just sitting there looking at me. I'm like, I, t- I think I said all the words I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I said it so fucking fast. They're like, is he, he's done? Is that it? Yeah. Yep. So I'm hopefully you never have to go on a job interview. No. Because that would suck. Yeah. I would never get hired. They'd be like, this chick should collect disability. <laughs> yeah. What are you on disability for? I have anxiety about yeah. going on job interviews. Yeah. I can't do it. I fucking can't talk. Um, I did really well on the airplanes. Thank God. Like the plane ride there, I did get nervous, like leaving and like getting there. But I think a lot of it for me is just getting there, dealing with the chaos of checking in and the luggage and Mm -hmm. security. Like I hate all of that. Like, I, I don't know. So that triggers anxiety. And then, um, and then I was fighting the flight home. I was fighting S- Sunday morning. I did wake up really bad with really bad anxiety, but a lot of it was how like I woke up thinking about my tattoo and I was like, fuck, how do I tell Marcos? I want him to fix this. Like, how do I tell him I went somewhere else and got another? T-? Like, it, I felt like I had an oh affair. My God. Like in that moment, you I felt-, felt like I need to explain to my boyfriend that I just cheated Are on you him. Fucking serious. Yeah. So you've said this to me twice now. But I didn't catch it the first time. Yeah. So a lot of that's what your anxiety was about. So a lot of my anxiety started with that. Was fuck. I did this tattoo, and Marcos is very anti getting tattoos on my neck. And here I am. I got one right behind my ear, and I'm going to ask him to fix it. And how am I going to deal with it? Like how am I going to tell it to him? Um, I didn't know that's what that was about. So it started with that, and then like it. Obviously, it's going to hurt. Dude, how, I've been getting tattooed for over a year straight. I know how tattoos feel the next day, but this one, it's on my head, and it was, like, hurting a little. Like, it was uncomfortable, and I was like, oh, my God, what if it gets infected? And then if it gets infected, it's close to my brain. Like, I don't have very much time oh before. Like, oh, my God. I just spiraled. <laughs> yeah. I spiraled. I don't and know then, why I'm saying, oh, my God, because, like, I understand. Yeah. But. So then I'm spiraling. I'm like, well, Jessica, you're going home today. You have antibiotics at home. And the antibiotics were given to you for like skin infections. Because from when I, I cut my foot on the rusty nail, mm. I never took the antibiotics for that because my foot was not infected. So I was like, I'm not going to take it if I don't need it. So I still have all those antibiotics. I'm like, okay, well, you get home tonight. You can start taking them. Like if you like trying to talk myself out of this shit. And I'm like panicking and I start dry heaving. I'm laying in bed <laughs> and I just start gagging and I'm like dry heaving and I pop up hella fast and Brian's like, what can I do? 
Like, how can I help you? And I was like, I wish there was something you can do. Like, I said, it's just a matter of turning my brain off. Like my brain will not shut down right now. It's just spiraling and Ooh. you can't do anything about that. And he's like, bet. <laughs> and then we had sex and I was totally fine after that. I was like, oh, you hold the magic key. <laughs> yeah, you're going to around all the time. Like, oh, so that's how it works. <laughs> I guess that is how it works. Fuck. Can't really think about shit then. Yeah. But I laugh so hard when you told me that you dry heave because every time I have a panic attack, I'm, I dry heave like crazy. And it's like, you're never like trying to explain it to Brian was funny. It's like, we're not going to throw up. We're not at all. I could legitimately be in the nicest store over the most expensive thing in the store and I would confidently tell you I'm not going to throw up on that yeah. but it's going to sound like I'm going yeah, to exactly <laughs> exactly I was in the bathroom dry heaving over and over and over again nothing come up it, not even look. not even close to throwing no, up no not at all it's the it's the wildest thing yeah god we're fucked up huh? we are but I think mine's more my mine's different because I think mine's induced by obviously lack of sleep and fucking lack of sleep dehydration yeah um and then when you're dehydrated and you have the lack of sleep your body doesn't feel 100% so then you start spiraling like why do I feel this way why don't I feel normal like am I, I gonna at, pass out and you, I look at other people and I'm like I'm so fucking jealous of you right yeah, now you have no idea what this is like yeah like when they were playing playing golf and I was just in the cart with them spiraling I was I was looking at them like I fucking I, I don't wish this on you guys but I would trade places with one of you guys so and fast so fast and Mason's like, so, like, what's it like? And I was like, it's the worst feeling in the world. And he's yeah. like, what do you mean? And I was like, it's, I said, I can't describe how bad it is to you. I said, but you never want to feel like this. Trust me. It is the worst feeling. I mean, I'm sure there's worse feelings. Like, yeah. But So it, the fuck thing, too, is, like, when you're having a panic attack, you feel like you're going to pass out. Yeah. However... You more than likely will never pass out during a panic attack because your body is doing everything it can to keep you alert. That your adrenaline's going through the roof. You're like everything yeah. is heightened to keep you alert and aware because you know back when we were cavemen and had to survive and like there's a fucking tiger coming at us. What do you, what the fuck do we do right? Mm -hmm your body creates all these chemical reactions to keep you alive. Yeah, so okay, when sure. you're having a panic attack, even though you feel like you are going to pass out and you feel like there's no fucking way I'm going to stay alert, I'm going to die right now, your body is doing everything in its power to keep you from that happening. So the more I, I like had to like, I, the more I let that sink in and realize, okay, I'm not going to pass out. Like my body is doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's in flight or flight mode right now. And it's, trying to keep me alive we're surviving here so it's not going i'm not going to pass out i just fucking feel like it and I don't know. meanwhile i've never passed out so i don't know what it feels like to pass out i have have you yeah 
When? I passed out uh, when I was 18 or 19. I had mono, and we didn't know what was wrong with me. We didn't know I had mono at the time. So they were doing blood work to see what was going on. And as they were taking my blood, I was like, I am about to pass out. And they're like, oh, no, you're not. Like, kind of laughing. I'm like, no, I am about to pass out. Like, your vision completely goes. Like, your vision starts to fade, and your hearing starts to fade, and you just feel really lightheaded. And... And then you're being just bad. And you wake up like 10 seconds later? Yeah. I will, I, when I came out of it, they were like pushing my head down to my knees. Cause I, so I was sitting up giving blood and they pushed my head down into my knees and then they're putting water on my neck. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that wasn't fun. But overall, the trip was, it was great. It was a really great fucking trip. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I want to move there, honestly. I fucking love San Diego. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But apparently, everybody says it's fucking expensive out there. It's like living here. Is it? Yeah. So if you're used to this, you, you, you'd be fine in San Diego. And then I got the next, the day after, the, you know, the... The blues, the depression. Oh, yeah. Of like, uh-huh. oh, it's over. Because it's like, it's been built up this whole time. It's like, oh, it's over. Yeah, exactly. It went by so fast. It, it Four days, well, if you black out four times, it goes by pretty quick. <laughs> time travel. I'm time traveling out there. Yeah. Well, even, like, I didn't get drunk to that point. And for me, and I didn't even sleep. And that's what I told Brian. I said, I didn't sleep the whole time. And so, like, it went really fast. It went so fucking fast. And you didn't sleep. You were there for the most hours out of anybody. Yeah. Awake uh, the most hours. <laughs> it went fast for you. I wish we could do another bachelor party, like, in August. I might. I, I could set. You know what? I'm going to stop saying it on here. What? I might be done drinking for a while. Yeah. You just need to learn your limits. Like, that's. Yeah. That's what I need to do. Learn your limits. But if you, ha- if for you, it's, oh, once I get started. Oh, it's, it's a, yeah, it's till we go to sleep. Then maybe you stop for a while and then relearn your limits. Sometimes. Appreciate how it feels to be sober. Uh, I do. But then fucking, then the day gets boring. I'm just sitting at home like. Doing literally nothing. Like, what should I do? Like, fucking go get a beer or something. You know what I need to do is go get a six-pack and drink one beer a day. Yeah. That just gives me an excuse to drink, now. But you're lowering. So, uh, who are we talking to? I think it was when we were at his sister's house. Her husband was like, you know, when you go on a bender like that and you're drinking, 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 you can't then the next day be like, oh, no, I'm not drinking. Because your body is then going to go through withdrawals hella hard, which is probably where, like, all of the anxiety and all that comes in. You're, you're, he's like, you should at least have, like, a beer. Yeah. So that you're not withdrawing so fucking hard. But I don't know if one if one beer a day will help you 
and it eats you out beer, of it. I think one beer a day would help everybody. I don't know because it's at one point it's like if you're not getting if you're not catching a buzz or whatever. And I understand some people just like the taste of alcohol, but I look at it as like a health in a health perspective. Like yeah. if you're just drinking alcohol because you like the taste of it and it's not doing anything for you, like what's the point? Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. What what's the point? That's why like people are like, let's go get pizza and beer. I'm like, why would I do that? So am I getting fucked up before or after? <laughs> I'm not, because I'm not going to fucking drink beer while I'm eating food. I don't know how anybody does that. Like, beer with food makes no sense to me. Mixed drink with food, okay, sure. Yeah. But beer with food is just too totally, I don't know. Me and Mason are the same way in that. To me, I for me in that aspect, it's just, it's a lot. It's like, it's so it's much. so heavy. You have the heavy beer and then you have the heavy alcohol. And to me, I, I love beer. I like the taste of beer, but beer is not refreshing enough for me to chase my food with it. No. Uh-uh. Here's my, here's my issue with beer. One, it gets warm. So I, I have to fucking pound it mm-hmm. because I need it to, I like cold drinks. I don't like warm beer. It's, it's not, I hate it. It's my least favorite thing. And it doesn't do any, like, certain things, certain ones don't do a fucking thing to me. Yeah. Like, if I have, you imagine drinking, imagine drinking one Corona and getting a buzz. Some beers, I could do that. Some beers, I have really? one, and I'm. Okay, but not a done. Corona. Not a Corona, no. No. I will not never forget. One time, I went to the mall when they had Red Robin there still. I went with a friend. I had one Hefenweizen. I was fucked up. <laughs> I, had, I had not been that drunk off of one beer in a long time. But it's I, one of the big beers, right? It's in, it's in a glass. It's, yeah. more, it's like a 16-ounce beer. Yeah, but I was fucked up. And, but that's the thing. There's a lot of times where beers give me a faster, better buzz than hard alcohol. Really? Yeah. Yeah, hard alcohol is fucking tricky, dude, because... It's not there, 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 you're fucked up, you're blacked out, see you later. Yep. Yep. I think it's, you know what the problem is? My metabolism. Too fast or too slow? Too slow. (laughs) Because I'm sitting here having a good time drinking and it's not processing shit quick enough. And then it And then all of a sudden, Jacob's sloppy drunk. Because you think about it, it kind of comes, I don't gradually get drunk. Right. It's like he's normal. He's normal. He's normal. He's normal. He's normal. Where, where's Jacob? He's Burnett said I was looking through him. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was the best way I've heard that described, and I know exactly what that look is. Yeah. It's so bad. And so stick to beer. Beer's more predictable. You could control it better. Yeah. Fucking last night, I woke up this morning and I was like. I legit drank a beer, tequila, vodka, and whiskey yesterday. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Because couldn't get away from Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie's hilarious. She's pouring shots. She's get, She's all. He's. He gets fucked up. I'm getting fucked up today. Yeah. And I was like, all right, sick. So she's pouring shots. At one point, she poured me a triple shot and was oh. like, don't be a fucking pussy. And I was like, 
Okay. I, guess, uh, I won't be. <laughs> I guess I'll just swallow a shot three times. Yeah. And that's what I had to do. And then at the end of the night, we were taking shots of whiskey. Yeah, because there were no more, there was no more tequila. Yeah. So we we need to detox. I definitely need to catch up on sleep. For yeah. sure, I need to. Yeah, I fucking start work, so I won't be sleeping as much. Yeah, well, back to really back to reality. For me, yeah. You think mm. you're gonna staff disability this time? <laughs> <laughs> if it's hey, but it worked perfect because you were able to go to stagecoach, not use any PTO. You were able to do the bachelor party, not use any PTO. Yeah, I know. And I'm gonna go back and be like, uh, I need a couple of days off at the <laughs> in a couple of weeks to go to Morgan Wallen. That's gonna be interesting because I have to fly by myself. Yeah. Might need some of those your vans. Yeah, your mom has some. Does she? Oh yeah, she does. Yeah, I might need a couple of those things. How do you get a monoplane? You just fucking put them in your pocket. You just yeah, I have a little pill case. I don't go through that shit. You know. Going to the pool party, they inspected my pills more than the airport did. Really? Like I had to open my pill container, and they looked at all what all of the pills were. Yeah, this is for heartburn. This is for pain. That's what I did. Yeah, I said that's Motrin, that's heartburn, that's allergy, <laughs> that's for my anxiety. They're like, what the fuck is this bitch doing here? And I need and all the, of them. You know what's so funny is like you seen it when you guys were walking in. You see, uh, we seen you guys, and we're like, oh hell yeah, fucking don't have to sit in that line. And, then, and Eric goes underneath. I'm like, there's no way that, that they're gonna allow him to do that. That's why I just stayed on the other side. Like, hey, you guys got to get in line. We're like, oh, but we're with them. They're like, yeah, you still got to get in line. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then this security guard goes, y'all got a table? And we're like, yeah. He's like, with who? We're like, uh, her name's Jessica. He goes, oh, is that the one with all the tattoos? And I was like, yeah, that's her. He goes, okay, I know exactly where you guys are at. And I was like, all right, sick. But didn't. Like, get us through the line faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so he just wanted to confirm that we have, okay, whatever. And then I thought that those, I forgot that there was that many steps to get up there. Yeah, there's a fucking shit ton. And we, we were so fucking hungover, we took three breaks. <laughs> going up At the each st- landing? No, no, there was only two, there's only one landing. But like, we walked up the first one and I was like... Oh, fuck. And I was like, all right. And then I looked, and I'm like, oh, my God. There was so many fuck. And then I look back, and Eric's buddies are fucking just hanging on the rails. And everybody's just walking past us. I'm telling you, like, I feel like that pool party was just a waste. We should have just all slept in. Dude. But it, it was fun. I mean, it's, no, no, it de- it's a, definitely yeah. a story. Definitely yeah. makes for I have a, a story. Pretty, I have a pretty good story for that pool party. Save it for another time. But that... There's one dude, there's one dude from that pool party that lives rent free in my head. Which one? The dude that looked like Nipsey Hussle. Oh, uh-huh. Lives rent free in my head. Yeah. Like, you know what's so fucking hilarious? Huh. I was like, we're living in a simulation. I was thinking, because like he legit walked, he's like a, so for everybody listening, he looked exactly like Nipsey yeah. Hussle, just 
thicker, like not fat, but like built. Mm, yeah, more muscular. And uh, I was like, he is. <laughs> first thing I, first thing I thought when I see him, he's gonna fucking pull everything here. There and, and sure enough, like I saw him walking back from one some area. Some chick pulled him to her yeah. party. I was yeah. like, I fucking knew it. Yep. There's no way that you look like that. There's no no way. So then I was thinking about it. I was like, it must be. When I'm panicking, we're on the way back. It must be so nice to be that guy. Like he just goes out and like. Meanwhile, while I was at the pool party, a girl just randomly came up to me too. But to be that guy, where he legitimately, if he didn't go up and talk to a chick. Like, he's always invited. Right. Like, he's never not invited. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, so I was thinking about that, right? And after we're waiting to get seated, and I look to the left, and he's walking down the street. I'm like, here we go again with this motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't, uh, his braids were clean. I think what it is. His braids were clean as fuck. His braids were fucking nice. I even told Keone, I said, you need to do your hair like that. Like, find someone that can do braids like that. So, he was just very well groomed. Yeah, his beard was nice. His eyebrows were groomed. His beard was nice. His hair, like, he went in there to show off. Yeah, yeah. He knew what he was doing. He he knew what he was doing. You have to, you do have to appreciate that about a man that they care enough to properly groom. Yeah. Like, but no, his, I think, I think him with his whole look, his, his braids, I feel like just set it all off. Set it all off. His hair well, was. It was the fact that he looked exactly like Nipsey Hussle. Like I wanted to take a video and like, I think it may have went viral if I took it. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive and well. Yeah. He gained fucking 60 pounds, though. Yeah. Like, I wasn't as tall as him. I will say being at the pool party um, made me less self-conscious about my ass. Like, I I saw chicks walking in there, and I'm like, oh, so everyone has cellulite. Okay, one, everyone has cellulite. Two, she felt comfortable wearing that. There was a couple of chicks that and I was like. she felt comfortable wearing you, that. I've seen some chicks, and I was like, nobody in your life loves you. Right? Because I, if you walked out in that, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know you can't wear that. Yeah. But these bitches are like, yeah, I weigh 260. I'm still wearing a bikini. And I was I'm like. I'm still going to wear a thong. Yeah. I was and like, what are we doing? Yeah. I get it. Body positivity, whatever. But no. If, and I, I would hope that you would do the same for me. I, I would. If you showed up looking. I don't know. If you showed up in Speedos, I'd be like, come on, dude. Like, But it would also get a laugh, so you'd kind of like it. It would get, I would laugh, but then I'd be like, change. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be seen with you. Fair enough. I don't know. And here I am, like, I wear shorts and tie a flannel around my waist because I, I don't want people to stare at my ass. I, and I'm wearing shorts. And these girls are walking around with little thong bikinis on. And I'm like, I can't. I've never been that person. I don't think I will ever be that person. Good for you for having the confidence in doing that. I wish, I wish. But yeah, me too. I didn't take my shirt. First of all, I never seen the pool at the pool party. Yeah, I don't even know where I was at. It was right behind us. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I didn't get close to taking my shirt off. I barely had a shirt on, so that part I'm fine with. It's the lower half that I'm like, I don't oh. want to show it. Plus, I have like a mom's stomach. I don't. Well. Yes. 
But being there is like, okay, if I wanted to, I could get away with it. Like, I don't look half as bad as I think I do. Yeah, that kind of puts it into perspective when you go places like that. So I respect it in that way. But then at the same time, it's like, it's, there's an unfair, there's an unfair advantage. Let's talk about this. All right. Being white. We're at this, no, no, no. Oh. We're at this pool party. For you men, you have tits and ass everywhere. everywhere. It was so nice. Tits and ass everywhere. Even if you're not trying to look, you're looking. No, no, we're trying to look. Like, even if your goal is, I'm not going to look at any body part. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to check chicks out. You can't help it. No. It's fucking everywhere. And then for us women, what the fuck do we have? Nothing. We have nothing to stare at. Our face? Hmm. Well, do you want us to walk around with our dicks out? Maybe you guys should wear more Speedos and thongs. Yeah. I mean, you have a couple guys walking around topless and like little shorts that show off their little muscular legs. But that, I mean. Yeah, but you guys aren't wired that way, are you? Girls want to look at stuff too. You guys want to look at tits? What about a man's tits would turn you on? Man's pecs. Yeah, that turns you uh, on. Yeah, it's must. It shows dedication. It shows. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. See, but at the same time, like yes. No, but that sexually is going to do nothing for you. Sexually, no. Yeah. Well. We'll be nice okay. to grab on to. So it here's the thing, though. For me, I'm I love traps and shoulders. Like okay. to me, like one of the most attractive parts of a man are his traps and his shoulders so traps if you if you have muscular traps and shoulders and you're on top and i see like all the grooves and the shadows from the creases and the muscle like, oh, like it's that, fuck, okay. it's hot so that does do something okay it's fucking attractive when you look and you just see just yeah no i know but i'm saying though but like walking around you're like like a guy walking with his shirt off you're just like oh yeah um, it's not the same. It's it might not be the same. Like you, you could appreciate a fit body, and like yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, but you're not doing what we like. I can no. do, actually do things with tits and ass. Yeah, no. You guys can't like just no. You know, I don't know what the fuck women do. Nothing. I guess if guys got a fat ass. Little bubble butt. Yeah, Eric and Alyssa sent a picture, sent a video, and I think your mom and somebody else commented on, like, that dude is so fucking hot, right? There was the, one of the Seattle Mariners players, and apparently he had a blowout ass. Mm. I don't really look at guys' butts. You're not going to do anything with it? Uh-uh. That's what, like, women are like, oh, I want him to have big ass and big legs. For what? What are you going to do? Eat his ass? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't check out legs. I don't check out butts. I just. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I will say that that no, I'm not gonna talk about it again. Um, San Diego's significantly more attractive than here. Okay, but you also don't. It's not just locals though. Like you have the pretty people from all over going. You know what I mean? No. You think? Where we're where we were at, where there's tons of hotels, that's not that's a, a touristy part of San Diego where we were. Yeah, but I'd been okay. So what percentage? I would have to say 
seventy percent of that pool party was San Diego. You think so? Hundred percent. I don't know. I think if I lived in San Diego, I wouldn't want to wake up early on a Saturday and go to a pool party. You're also not 25 years old. That's true. And you have two children. Yeah, I'm fucking 37 now. You're 37. But I can convince. Is it, you know what was sad? I was like, is that my last pool party? (laughs) Am I done now? Well, being that I'm 37, I can tell you no. You'll probably have more. Yeah, but I'm not going out with Travian. Yeah, you might. No, I won't. I don't know who I would go out with. I have no legit. I have no friends under thirty. Did do you think at that pool party we looked like the old people of? I don't give a fuck. I don't see like probably or like at the club. Probably because we are. You know, like we definitely were. But I feel like we had the most at that club, at least. I feel like we had the most fun out of anybody. Well, we couldn't see a lot. Actually, I don't fucking I don't know. There was at one point there was one guy that was trying to get his girlfriend and some other girl to come join us. Like there were people really? trying to come and like dance with us because we were having hella fun. Oh. Hmm. I don't remember that. But Brian, he was like. You could tell that you guys are from the Bay Area. He goes, as soon as certain songs come on, Bay Area music comes on, and you guys start dancing, you all dance the same. He goes, each and every one of you dance exactly (laughs) the same. He goes, you could tell where you're from. Yeah, that conversation we had with that guy last night, I was like, I didn't think, I didn't think it was easy to tell when you're talking to somebody that they're from the bay area apparently we throw in hella at every chance and we don't know it but everybody else catches up on it um i told him i said you're gonna you are going to start saying it he said hell no i said if you're around us long enough and you hear it enough it is going to become a part of your vocabulary and how people don't have it in their vocabulary now makes no sense to me because it is a great fucking word. No, no, no. it's it's the only word. <laughs> it's not the only word, but it's hold on. It's such a great descriptor of like. First of all, it literally is just hell of smashed together. Yeah, saying it too fast. That's yeah. all it is. There was hell of people there. There's hell of people there. <laughs> she was hell of fucking fine. <laughs> she was a boatload of fun. Yeah, and then and so then we asked him, well, then what do you instead of? And I've asked him before. Well, then what do you say instead of hella? Like, there's no <laughs> replacement. And he's like, shit ton. Okay, well we say shit ton too. And then he's like, a boatload. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've, I've never been like. There was a boatload of people there. Yeah, and so then Keone all night. You know what, Brian? You're gonna be in a boatload of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I legit don't like. So it's not. Does your dad say hello? I don't know. He's asked me that too, and I don't. I don't know when people say it because I don't notice See, it. I, that's the thing too. I didn't think we said it that much. And Brian's like, "No, you guys say it all the fucking time." You guys say it a boat ton, <laughs> a boatload, a boat ton. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I know my dad. He like is like there was hell of people there, and I'm like. Just okay. say hello. <laughs> no, but see, I'm like, okay, not nah, that makes sense to me. But like, 
other people just like there was a lot of people there. There's a lot of people. That sounds so That's boring. So fucking boring. You don't sound excited about no, it. There was a lot of people there. It's like, was there hella people there though? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Like this more. I get it. When you say no, there's on, hella on, people on, there, on, I get in it. In terms of like, if you're like, there was a lot of people there. You'd be like, oh, it wasn't a great show. Yeah. But if I was like, there was hella people there. You're like, yeah. oh, it was pretty fucking packed. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say it was pretty fucking packed. I don't get it. People are stupid. That's why I don't know. Like, as much as I always say I would love to move to Southern California, it's like, can I really? Like, I feel like being from here, there's so much of the culture that is intertwined with who we are. The music we listen to, the way we dance, the way oh, we talk, hey. the way we dress, like it, it's in us. I'm losing fucking, I'm going down to the South pretty quick. Down to like the South, South the or South, Southern California? South. I mean, I, I mean, almost exclusively listen to country music at this point. Yeah, I but go then, half and half. Huh? I'm half and you half. You know what? I say that, but when I go to the gym, it's like. Let's get some, let's get pumped up, some rock music, right? Mm -hmm. And then we end with good old Pilo. Yeah. Just so like, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of women in here. I need to get the, I'm never going to go talk to them, by the way. That was confirmed this weekend. I seen two of the, the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life this weekend. Didn't say shit. And I couldn't, on a scale of one, it's like a scale of one to 10. Like how close did you get? It never moved from zero. And they were the most, I mean, the cart girl at the, the second, granted I was having panic. She was what initially snapped me out of, she was so hot. She snapped me out of having a panic attack. <laughs> okay. And then you guys didn't see the other one. She was at the rooftop the last day. So I have a question for you. Okay. Say you had a girlfriend uh -huh. And I was single. Uh -huh. And we go out to the pool party. Or we go out somewhere. And I see a few really attractive fucking men. Uh -huh. And I go up to your girlfriend and I'm like, dude, check him out. And I'm making her check some. And we're talking about how hot this guy is. Okay. How do you feel? Knowing that your lady's there and she's now I fucking someone else I don't, know. I don't know do you feel like what the what the fuck i'm right here or do you feel like oh go have like you're not going with him you're coming with me but so go ahead and do what you want to do i guess i don't know I have to, it, it depends on the person why did i do that to you um a lot of you you do do that but i find that a lot of men do that they will go up yeah. to another man and be like check this chick out and it's like well his wife is right there or his girlfriend's right there like but i just assume that like you guys do that too like women do that to other women but yeah. you don't do you don't fucking do it like hey come check this girl out with me you don't do that don't be fucking obvious about like, it look at her ass hey look dude at, i fucking like, i i like eyeing each other look look, look. oh yeah 100 yeah like how would you feel if your girlfriend was doing that? Don't let me see it. If you let me see it, then we have a problem. Okay. I'm doing that shit too. Okay. 
I have no I just wanted to know how how men feel because I I do find that a lot of men are more vocal and opinionated about other women and they uh, they have no problem talking about oh she's hella fucking fine did you see her ass did you see her tits look at that like they're more vocal about it and then I'm the type of person where like well I want to see like how would it how would you feel if I did the same thing to you? So if you had a, a girlfriend that was like, did you see him? He's hella fuck. Did you see his package? Did you see his dad? Did you see it? Like, and it's a body type that is not yours. Yeah. It has to bother it has, it you. Has to bo- yeah. Because it, it, here's how I look at it. It's like, that's what you're attracted to. And then no, this is you me. No, can be, you could be, well, no, that's not true at all. It's like saying that I'm dating a fucking white girl, but I don't find Mexican women attractive. You can be attracted to a bunch of people. Like, thinking that is dumb. Like, that what you said was dumb. No. Yes. You can be attracted. You could, yes, you can be attracted you to be a attracted lot of different to, types of people. Exactly. Sure. Yes. But when you are fucking, like, checking out all of the, okay, so then I'm the exception. You're the exception. What do you mean? If you were, if you had a girlfriend and she's checking out all the fucking muscular men in there that are well-groomed, pretty boys. Oh, fuck. They're all fuck boys. All okay? fuck boys. Okay. She's, she's checking them out. She's checking all of them out and she's mm. commenting on all of them. Yeah. And then there's you. Uh-huh. You don't feel some type of way about well, it? I'm the funny guy. <laughs> I make her laugh. Knowing damn well if one of them looked at her. We're, go ahead. Go ahead. Come up to my girlfriend. Talk to her. If you can get her, you can have her. That's how I am now. Because if you, if, if, if I haven't done enough where she tells you to go fuck yourself, I'm with him. You know what I mean? Like if she doesn't feel that way to me, oh, then what the fuck do I want her for? Okay. It's going to happen at some point anyways. Might as well let her go now. <laughs> I'm not wasting time no more. You sh- as you shouldn't. But yeah, if you're going to check a dude out. Did, why? Did, so this is, we, we, can't, we can't take you to bachelor parties because then you come away with this perspective on shit. No, I'm not saying it happened. I'm just, I'm just asking. Oh. Being in the, being in. Um, did as, that happen? No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm just bringing up just just a conversation because yeah like being there as a woman in a relationship you're in a single person's environment right so So you so you go into it knowing you're in a single person's environment but then you start noticing okay well because this is like i don't i'm so glad i'm not single like that's one of the things that i took away from that weekend was right. i am so Just glad right in my face i'm so glad i'm not single because i don't have to worry about dressing sleazy and hoping to get someone's attention um, because Meanwhile, unfortunately were- for women that's men you don't have to show sh- shit off okay fair but women they do the most they do yeah. the you absolute guys create, most. You guys, the issue is you guys create your own problems for yourself. Women, you, I mean, women are fighting women all day. It's not, we're just caught in the middle of a cat fight all day, <laughs> guys. Because you're the ones going out dressing like that. So then your wife gets mad at you because you looked at her. But fucking, what was I supposed to do? She has her tits 
One chick at the pool parties. Tits, heard, yeah. One, the only thing. I mean, first of all, she had the lowest nipples of all time. Yeah, because it, even though all of her tit was her, out, literally ninety percent no of her tit was out, and there was no nipple to be found. Yeah, she had them cut off. I think I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was it was interesting. Anyways, but, but it, that's exactly but see, that's it. A, that's it. She walks down the street. I'm holding my wife's hand. I have to look because I know you're looking too, and then you get mad at me. Exactly, and that's what it, that's exactly. So it's women's fault always. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. It, it, like it did it i mean in a way it did present like a what the fuck like what are we doing type yeah. feeling like um yeah it's kind of it but i i get it at the same time because it's like if you look that good even if you are in a relationship yeah sure like brian he he's like why do you always hide your your ass i'm like because well one i don't like it i don't want to show it and two it's out of respect for you like i don't want to be walking down the street and having all of these people check me out and like yeah i know you're right there but i it's just out of respect and he's like i don't care like let them look like i'd be like yeah that's that's mine go ahead look that, yeah. that's mine so he doesn't he doesn't care if i dress that type of way but for me it's like out of respect i i don't want to draw more attention I don't know. I don't know. We just don't like the attention on us. I, we, you know, whatever. But so my whole thing is, is because men are more often put in those situations. If it was reversed, if it was flipped, how would you feel? And that, that was like, that's the only thing I was bringing up. I'm not saying, oh yeah, you know, me and Brian fought because he looked <laughs> at some girl's ass. No, like he probably did. He was probably looking at a lot of women's asses, but so was they I. Ever, yeah, you, exactly. you can't not no, like they're, yeah. they're there. The only way you could not see ass and tits at that thing is to close your eyes. Yeah. Cause it was, I mean, first of all, that chick next to us in that orange band had a, 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 I didn't know she was married the whole time. I was like, yeah, she had a fucking huge ring on her finger i didn't see a ring on her finger neither did i but eric was like yeah she had a ring on her finger and i was like okay she was awfully chatty for a chick who had a ring on her finger she must have been taking it on and off then because i didn't see one she didn't have a very pretty face though no but body wise she had a nice body body i'll give a solid nine point no i'll give it an eight yeah she had a nice body it's probably an face. eight five, eight five face. Yeah, kind of whatever. Uh, but yeah, so that that's all I was. That's the only reason why I bring it up. There, we're in a situation where there's no way you're not checking him out. Oh yeah. So then, as a woman, I'm just like, okay, well then, if it, if it's free range for you to check those women out, then it's free range for me to check all of these men out. Sure. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Just don't like gawk over them. You know what I mean? You know, I'm single, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. I was telling women I loved them. <laughs> <laughs> I got to a point at that pool party where I was like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just going to talk to everybody that walks by. You should do that all the time. Although you may, you may have found your wife. No, I don't think I found my wife. <sighs> no, 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 no. I don't think uh, our love story was written at a pool party. It might have been. I, I didn't think my love story was going to be written on fucking Bumble. No, I was getting oh. tattooed at that point. I You did say she sent you a picture, so I'd like to see the picture. 
I'll show you the UPS picture. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see. No, I don't want to show you because you'd be like, she's not that cute. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. That's how you do it. You just stare at them until, until they come up to you. There you go. That's what I perfected. She was like, you gave me fuck me eyes. I was like, it's because I wanted to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think <clears throat> for, if you make it known you're into me. If I catch you looking at me so many times, sure, I will come up to you if that's what it takes. Well, like if I find I'm- you attractive enough and I want to get to know you and you're putting in the same amount of investment, like, sure, I have no issue approaching that's the, you. That's the angle I'm playing all day. Boom, we can't, we lock eyes. Let's see who breaks first. You? All right, sick. I'll be back in a couple seconds. There was one, per- if I wasn't with my mom, so there was one time uh, months ago, months ago, I went to Starbucks and there was a guy in there and I was like, he's probably at the time, one of the most attractive people I have ever seen. And he's tatted like neck down, but very clean. Like he was very well put together. He didn't look, he didn't look bad. Like, I don't know, he was dressed nice. He carried himself well. And as, and he kept looking at me, I kept looking at him and smiling at each other. And I was, and then I just, I left. Never seen the guy again in my life. But I was like, that was one of the moments where, Jessica, you should have said something. Yeah, you should like have said something, but it wasn't meant to be, clearly. I f- yeah, right? okay. Everything I happens for like, a reason. Yes. I feel like for women, getting rejected isn't as bad as like a dude getting rejected. No, rejection still fucking... I, but here's the, th- well, here's the thing. Now, let's go percentage chances. Hold on, my, my mom. We're going to take this call on air real quick. Hold oh, on. Here we go. Hello? Yeah. Fucking riveting. Uh huh. Seems pretty serious. I could do that. I could do that. It. Uh, yeah. You could have just told her we were recording. Uh, red bell pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck is going on because um well, i'm in the middle of recording my podcast but <laughs> no you're fine yes an onion red bell pepper and red potatoes all right mate <laughs> uh, oh percentage chances of a man getting of a man rejected. getting turned down i'd say it's do you think it's 50? You think it's as high as 50-50? No, I think men get rejected way more than women, but... No, no, but so what I'm saying, percentage chance of actually getting a female's number when you go up to them, I guess, oh. is case-by-case basis. Like, yeah. I've went, went up to some women, women, and I'm like, oh, I'm 100% getting her number. Yeah, I would say... <laughs> I would say it would be like a 65-35. Men? Mm-hmm. Okay. But women, 90-10. 
Probably. And so that that's why I think rejection is harder for women because we're used to being able to yeah. get our way. So unless when we don't, like, then it's like, what the fuck? Unless so you're, you're like, used to it. And we're not. I'm not used to I've never been rejected. No, I'm, I'm not you, but like men in general. Men tend to go into things knowing there's a more than like more more than likely they're going to get rejected. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Women go into it like, "Oh, if I go up to him, I'm going to get him." Like they go in it more confident. Cuz women will only come up to you if you make it obvious. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That guy walking through the pool, he didn't make it obvious for fucking anybody mm. and they came up to him. Must be fucking nice. Me, dude, I th- I swear to God, it's either I'm the biggest creep in the gym or a number of women in the gym find me attractive. I don't know which one it is. Go and talk to them and find out. Uh, yeah, okay. Do you think I'm a creep? That's what I'm going to ask. Do you think I'm a creep because I stare at you? <laughs> no, I'm t- saying just start a regular conversation. <laughs> And if they talk to you and then they engage with you, then clearly they don't think you're a creep. But if they try to hurry up and end yeah. the shit and then avoid you, then you got your answer. Yeah. All right. We'll see how that goes. But it's funny because I've never, I cannot tell you the last time. No, I, I lie. I can tell you the last time a man approached me first but that was over a year ago guys don't come up to me guys don't say shit mm. so wonder why either i'm intimidating or i'm not as attractive as um, that's my thing it's either i'm intimidating or well it's also women that have to come up to me or i'm nowhere near as attractive as i thought i was yeah I must not be that good looking if yeah. nobody if nobody's like, checking me out. What mirrors am I looking in? Yeah, Are they, I want to see how you see me. Yeah, because if you're not checking me out, then then what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> right. I must be ugly. I'm, I'm. I swear to God, sometimes I'll be like, I am. I have. I don't understand. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't even understand how I'm single at this point. And then other <laughs> days I'm like, you are a piece of shit, and I don't know what people see. Yeah. Some days I'm like, Brian is so lucky to have me. And then, Uh, and then there's days where I'm like, why the fuck is he with me? Yeah. Well, dude, I, man. It depends on, uh, but you know what the thing is? I think I'm not right for, I think I'm right for a demographic because older women fucking think I'm the most attractive person in the world. Well, in my family. (laughs) (laughs) they call me the one calls me the most handsome man i don't know what the fuck she called me uh but then like and then younger girls but nowhere nobody around my age it'd be cool like if it was like a 28 year old demographic that fucking found me attractive but I think it has to do with the whole fucking social social no, media shit. No, I know shit. what it is. These fucking sixes think that they're fucking tens and that I, they're too good for me. They see things on Instagram and they're like, that's what I want and that's all I'm going to go for. And they're not willing well, to look I kinda have that too. past anything. I kind of have that too. But I also don't like post anything, so I don't get any interaction. See, that's what you need to start 
Start posting shit. You have to you have to take pictures of yourself. And I, if you've ever stumbled upon my Instagram, there is not a single fucking picture on there that I took of myself. Let me take pictures of you. Oh, right, that solves that kind of. I'm just saying I'm not that type of person. I know you're not, but you got to step out of your comfort zone sometimes. Sure. Sometimes. Sometimes. I almost took my shirt off at the pool party. That would have been way out of the comfort zone. And they would have been like, why are you that white? I thought you were going to say, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You couldn't shave before you came here? He's a little nair. Yeah. Nobody looks at a guy with body hair and is like, that's hot. You know? But I don't think you're excessively hairy. No, I'm not. But... I don't know. I used to be real, uh, dude, when it first started, let me tell you what, when that, when that starts coming in, you're like, is my, is everything going to just have hair? Am I going to just have hair everywhere? Do you, uh, take care of the hair? Do you have a hairy butt? I haven't looked back there in a while. Not your butt crack, but like your butt cheeks. I don't really pay attention. I might. When you shave your balls, do you shave your taint? By the way, when you did that, you were pulling on the corner of your eye, so it looked like your eyeball was going to fall out while you said <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, dude, you got to take care of it. It's a whole thing, because I'm like, because like when you shave it, and when you like really shave it, because I have leg hair that goes up like all the way, right? right? So then like my pubes run into my leg hair. I'm like, do I trim my leg hair now? <laughs> Like if I if I shave it, then it's like look at this barren land, and then it's just like (laughs) hair all around it. Like it doesn't look good. Maybe like trim it with clippers. Like take (laughs) what with clippers? Take one to it instead of like instead of going like. Okay, so your legs do a one. No, I'm not shaving my fucking legs. Like your thighs, like do a fade, right? Like I'll, fade I'll it fade, out, fade it. so so that it when it burst gets, fade around my yeah, so, around my cock. Yeah. So that way, when you get to your private area and it's bald, it won't look <laughs> so like, weird. Yeah, I got a mid bald fade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I got a mid bald fade. Yeah. If your legs are overly hairy, oh, and dude, you that, that'd don't be a great or- fucking picture. All the legs all hairy, it fades up to. Dude, if we can get a barber to do that, that'd be great. And when they ask you... There's not that much hair, okay? I can't fucking fade it like that. And then when they ask you, or if anyone asks you why it's like that, they'd be like, oh, well, my shorts and my boxers, like, rub, so I don't grow hair here. No, yeah, at my calves, nothing rubs there, so I, that's... Yeah, I got, a, got it all figured out, huh? Yeah. mid bowl e- Easier for women, just fucking... That's oh, not easier. You guys got to shave all the time. Women have to shave everything. Everything. I know. That has to suck. Either they shave wax or laser everything off. Most women. And it doesn't stop at just like the pubic bone. Like you have, you do everything. Every, like the last thing you, I don't know. Except Mexican women. They got a nice little trail going up their back sometimes. Well, I mean, you can't really reach your back. But that, like, if, if if my daughter were to have a hairy back, I would take her to get it lasered. I would take her to do all okay, that. Okay, we gotta go. Fucking. 
I mean, the fact that women are just like spread eagle on a table getting waxed, just some random woman looking right down the chute, just right down it. Yeah. Just right down the barrel of the gun, just looking right at it. And you're just like, rip it off. And you're just like, yeah, go ahead. That's insane to me. I started laser hair removal for my legs, and they go up to like the bikini area. And she was like, do you want us to take care of any other areas? This was like after, like we were, I was walking out to the counter to pay. And she goes, think about it if you want to do any other areas. And I told Brian, I was like, I just don't know if I feel comfortable. Like the lady that does my Botox. Hold on. Keone's hat. Or, uh, I don't. He said, where did Mason say it was? He sent it in a text saying, uh, by the fruit stand. Um, well, you don't feel comfortable. Oh, I was like, this the lady that shoots my face up with Botox, does my laser hair removal, and then we'll see my vag. Like, I don't know if I feel comfortable just being like, you actually have a relationship with this woman. Yeah, like, we talk, like, I've been, I've been going to her for over a year. So I know her. She's an, I think the one thing that would make me feel comfortable is she's an old lady. She knows what life is like. So, if anything, I she would be the one that I'd feel most comfortable with. Um, but yeah, you got to spread everything. Be like, okay, let's laser. I don't know. Can you imagine we'll a guy being in there doing it? Just be like, yeah, I wax women for a living. Like, imagine me walking in the room. I don't know if you can. Why can't I? It's not sex work. You if, so for a man in like a situation like that, I think you would always need to have another female. No, in no, the I room. know that. And like they have the female option, but I'm like, fucking, you want me to do it? You imagine me, I go to work at a wax, so, so, or what do they call those fucking stupid places? Those called salons too? Yeah, they're salons. So I go to the salon, and I'm like, like I want to get waxed. I'm like, well, fucking, who do you want to do it? I want that guy. Right I would there. go to work every day and not work. Yeah. Because you guys don't, you'd rather have a woman look at it. Yeah, because she knows. She knows what? She She knows what it's about, what it's like. I'm excited to be there. <laughs> Maybe a little too excited. <laughs> no, calm down. Can like I don't know if you were a super attractive. Well, you are an attractive man, but you go. I, I think long. I like women, how you covered your ass there. I like how you covered your ass. You're like if, if you, you were, were super. I mean, well, you're attractive. You are an attractive man, but I was thinking like if I were to walk in and there's a super attractive man and he was like, "Hey, you want me to wax your vag for you?" I would be like, "No, I'm gonna get wet." No, I don't need no. you to see me at my worst. Yeah, well, that's true, too. Because but also, to like, get waxed, pick... you have to have it all grown out. Okay, but here's the thing. I, when I go to the doctors and I'm like, uh, they turn your head and cough, I'm like, can you have a male come in and do this? You you can request a male doctor. Okay. I ha- So I have a male physician, a regular doctor, and I love him. He's amazing. Um, but for, like, my woman doctor, like, my for my women's stuff, it's a woman doctor. I would not feel comfortable having a man checking out. Yeah, imagine being a male gynecologist. I mean, they're out there, Mm -hmm. but like, those are the creepiest guys. Sometimes part of me feels like, would it be better to have a male gynecologist because he doesn't know what you go through and so maybe he'll be more inclined to believe you when you say hey these are my symptoms like this is what i'm dealing with and he'll be more inclined to help you because he doesn't know it personally mm. 
Or are you better off having a woman because she has the personal experience? I don't know. No idea. There was one time, though, that I had emailed my gynecologist because my PMS symptoms were, like, getting outrageous. And I was like, every time before I start my period, this happens, this happens, this happens. And she's like, I don't think any of that's related. Oh, so it's just a big fucking coincidence. Every single time, like, these things happen... You're tripping. And then you go and you look up like symptoms or whatever. And they're like, oh, PMDD, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, so th- it is a thing. So bitch was just lying. It's like one of the things that happens is I get a stiff neck. Like my neck gets really, really, really sore. And I, I was like, why? Why is it every time? Like I get really bad stiff neck and I get really bad migraines. Well, you know why? It's because the chemical reactions causes inflammation in your body. So everything is just You've like You've been talking about a lot of chemical reactions today Yeah You should have been a doctor I don't think I should have been Like sometimes I think they would have served me well But at the same time I'd be self-diagnosing all the time I think I'd be Too much information in my brain You know what I mean? Like too, I, yeah. too much knowledge is not good for me <laughs> Tell me about it you told me a way in which you start panicking, and I was like, well, there's a new one that's going to get added to the Rolodex. <laughs> that's I why I don't not. know if this podcast will help people or make it worse. Like, are we giving them new reasons to panic, or are they like, fuck, These people, I relate I, to that. No, they're, they're like, or they're like, well, I'll fucking never be as bad as those two yeah i feel so much better because i feel so I'm, much better about my spot in life because these two are fucked yeah i just well, hope that you're was, welcome i just hope that was my last panic attack it wasn't a panic attack it was an anxiety attack. i don't know you know what it was something that i didn't yeah. want to be in the more you face them and remind yourself okay i've been here before and I was fine. I felt like this well, before, I and I, I was, was fine. Like, this is nowhere near as bad as the plane, yeah. and I'm still alive. So. Not to say that it doesn't suck in the moment, but you start to take away its power. So, like, it's like a whole reward system. When you start to panic, and you feed into it, and you panic more, and you panic more, and you let it affect your life, your brain then becomes accustomed to, oh, well, last time this happened, we panicked. So we need to panic again. Yeah. You need to rewire your brain to where, oh, I was fine last time. Like, we're fine. And it, it turns it off in your brain. So it's like you need to face it. You need to deal with it and move on. And it, it sucks, yes, in the moment. But you start to take away the power of the panic attacks and the anxiety attacks. And once you could, like, really, really sit down and be like, you're fine. Yeah, you're, you fight better, You fight through them better than I do. Yeah. Okay, I, I I'm new to, to the game. You're a salty dog. You've been here for a while. Yep. Seasoned vet. I call I call you. Nope. It gets better. It, I, it does. You know I feel so bad calling you. I'm like, I don't want to put her into one. Like, I know Eric gets can get him too. And I'm like, I don't want him. Like, I, at one point I was like, I'm so sorry. I was so apologetic. I was like, I'm so sorry for this. <laughs> See, when you call me and we talk about it, 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 if anything for me, it's like, okay, I'm not alone. Like, this is, <laughs> this is some shit that we're all dealing with. It, and there's never been a time where you call me and it, like, triggers anxiety for me. It 
gives me a chance to remind myself too. Cause I, here I am telling you, this is what you need to do. This, this is how you can handle it. Everything's gonna be fine. And then it's like, okay, Jessica, listen to what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So in turn, I may be, uh, Helping me- me. you. Yeah. Yeah. Wax on, wax off. I'm giving you the answers to your own test. Exactly. All right. We'll see. We'll report back. Yeah. Should, I don't know. It will be fine. It will be it fine. It gets better. Eventually. Does it? It. Some it people says it gets does. worse before it gets better. I don't like that saying. I think you've had it bad. I don't know. I don't think it gets worse for you. Yeah. I, I think, I think the plane ride may have been your peak. This trip is the first plane ride since that. And so that's why I feel like it was a little heightened for you. Plus all the drinking and partying and and not sleeping. That doesn't help. But it wasn't nearly as bad as it was the first time. So now it's just you're you're on the 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 decline. Yeah. Right. Makes me feel better. Yeah. This was like a therapy session. Yeah. Does it completely go away? No. You it gets better. Okay. I think if I had somebody in my life, I wouldn't have it as much. I mean, it. so I had anxiety really bad when I was with Mario. He passed away. And oddly, you would think my anxiety would be way worse, but it took a lot of it away. And then Brian, he's like my my sense of calm, like my voice of reason. Like when he's around, I could eat. he's able to snap me out of it because he's he doesn't let me just sit there in my thoughts. Like if he knows, if he could see that there's something wrong and he asks me what's wrong and I'm like, oh, nothing, he will make me talk and like, tell me, talk to me about it. And then, so then I just start talking and I let it all out and I'm like, oh, I feel so much better now. So, um, yeah, as long as you have someone that is willing, if they've never had anxiety themselves, have someone that's interested in like figuring out how they can help because he He's listened to the podcast. He knows how the anxiety is. So he's gone out of his own way to like research. How do I like help someone when they're having anxiety type shit so that he knows how to help me deal with this shit. So. Which is says nice. boatloads. Yeah, boatloads. He says boatloads though. I mean, yeah. so that was all nice. Yeah. And then boatloads on the back end. Yeah. Boatlo- we did a we'll boatload of research. He did a boat. He did a boatload of research. <laughs> this, 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 uh, segment of the podcast is strictly for Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. When we were in San Diego, uh, Keone came up to me and he was like, I love Brian. He's a good dude. I really like him. And I was like, thank you. I'm, I'm glad. Like he was faded. Huh? And then the, the very next time, the next day, the, First time he sees Brian for that day, he gives him a big kiss on the forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Where was that at? I want to say it was at the restaurant for the dinner. He's, he went up to Brian. He's like, Hey, what's up dude? And like grabs his head and gives him a big kiss on the head. (laughs) I was like, Oh, he really does love it. Oh, it's going to be So he's in for a fucking, he's in for some shit now. Because then now all he's going to do is talk shit to him. Yeah, I know. Well, that was what, yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Keone's now comfortable with you. Yeah. You'll never get that nice guy again. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get any 
nice guy out of any of you like no. he, he fully and so that's one of the things that i told him i was like if they didn't like from the very beginning if they don't talk shit to you if they don't give you shit that means they don't like you is that if mm. they're talking shit to you and they're cracking jokes about you in front of your face it's because they feel comfortable with you and they like you and they've accepted you in the circle yeah like, that's kind of how it works that's how i feel about everything though like if i'm just having like a conversation with the guy and it's like this fucking sucks. Like, he didn't like me. I don't like him. We're not yeah. ha- we're not having fun here. Yeah. But when like I can bounce shit off you and I like, I throw testers out there like can can I get this person and then if I feel comfortable with you I'm like all right. But it's not it's not everybody. Some people I'm like that dude is Don't ever bring him around me again. <laughs> I've been in cars with people like that and I'm like I don't ever want to be with this per- I like, I just committed to a night with this person. And I, I don't want to leave. I don't, I don't want to be. He started crying in the car. I said, I don't want to be here. Oh, shit. He was driving, too. Well, he could tell me later who it was. No, I don't even fucking know his oh. name. He's a friend of a friend. Actually, he may not have been driving. He may have been in the passenger seat. I got another phone call. All, All right. right. Fucking Let's end this. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>